so what else this year um going into the year um you were actually not working I you were a stay at home mom i wasn't and so that was not that was not part that of wasn't any the plan, plan. <laughs> that was no plan <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of In Comes The Money, where we discuss life, business, and relationships from the perspective of millennials. And that's us. So um, the topic for this episode. What about your name? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so he's Peekins, <laughs> and I'm Taniqua. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> so this is our first time trying out this new intro. <laughs> And apparently we still don't have it down, so. No, so we'll just keep that. Yep, okay. So uh, what's our topic? I getting ready to start over <laughs> too. It's okay. What's our topic for today? Topic for today is setting goals. Um, where are you now? And it is a two-part, um, I guess, two-part episode. Mm-hmm. There's the first part. We're identifying and assessing where you currently are um, so that you can identify the um, goals that you need to focus your energy on Mm -hmm. because you can have a lot of goals but you know you probably shouldn't work on all of them at the same exact time and then the second part is about actually doing the goals and how to accomplish the goals that are most important to you yeah so figuring out where you are now and where you want to be um so like he said um, one of the main things um in this episode we're going to be talking about figuring out um kind of the things that um I guess where you want to be. So what's missing and um, figuring out that will kind of help you figure out what you want and Mm -hmm. that will help you plan your goals. Yep. And um, I guess for us, um, uh, we, we had a crazy year and I think there's a (laughs) lot we can talk about um, just to kind of visualize where we are despite um, everything. Yeah. I, I feel like, so for a lot of us, you know, 2020 kind of just started like a regular year. But if if somebody told you at the end of 2020 or at the beginning of 2020 that it would look like it does now, we probably wouldn't have believed them. Mm-hmm. You know, like just everything that's happened, like the accumulation of all the events, it's kind of just like it's it's still surreal that the year happened the way it did. But um you know, a lot, a lot of us still have a lot to be thankful for. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we need to keep pushing forward. Yeah, I, that, that's, that's a great point. I think a big part of like, getting through hard times is to identify what you're grateful for. Because, um, I mean, especially for me, um, it's, it's easy to think about all the things that are bad. Mm-hmm. But What's going to give you strength in order to continue to move forward, if not for realizing that it's not all bad? Mm-hmm. There are certain things that are, you know, still still good to recognize it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? There's still a lot to be thankful for. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the idea behind this, um, behind these, uh, this two-part um, episode, I guess. Uh, but before we get into that, we have a Would You Rather. Yes. Um, so I will read it. Would you rather be able to change the past or see into the future? Change the past or see into the future. Hmm. I think 
I'd rather be able to see into the future than to change the past. Yeah. Um, Why? Because well, I'm, I'm, it's actually really hard for me to choose. Like I chose this one, but mm -hmm. I'm still, I'm still on the fence. So let me hear what you say <laughs> before I commit to my decision. Because I feel like if I am, um, if I'm seeing into the future and I'm not changing anything that happened already, I'm still me. Like I, I'm, I'm still, I'm still who I am with a, with the entire collection of all of the experiences that I've had. And I can choose to make better decisions and adjust and better my life based on um, how I think it's going to go. So if I say, if I see, hmm, uh, I don't know, the Tesla stock is going to be like way up. Mm -hmm. I could probably dramatically change my future or, you know, it could be a different stock or whatever um, based on that that vision that I see. But if it but if I go ahead and change the path and we watch a lot of time travel shows. So you know how this stuff can get screwed up. Mm -hmm. Where if you go into the past, it changes something that you probably didn't mean for it to change. Mm -hmm. So if if who you are is a collection of your experiences and what you've been through and all of that, yeah, certain things could have been really bad, but you are here and you could you have the opportunity to make it better. I'm sorry that, that didn't sway me. <laughs> That's fine. I, I'm really leaning towards being able to change the past. And I, I and I'm not really sure why that sounds more appealing than being able to see the future. But I think it's because I, I don't want to know. Like the past has already happened. So I almost feel like changing like the ability to change the past and not being able to per se affect my future, but like only in a way that I don't really know what's going to happen. Like I'm on a level playing field with other people. Like, I feel like if I know all the future, I feel like I'm going to be like, what's the point? Mm -hmm. What's the, like, I already know what's going to happen. Like, yeah, I'm, I might be sitting in a mansion one day because I had all these investments, but mm -hmm. I'm literally going to be like, I already know what's going to happen. I'm going to know when you're going to die. I'm no, I'm going to know when my kid's going to die. I'm going to know when I'm going to die. Like, I'm going to know. I know that turned really dark, but. Die, die, die. But I'm just saying, like, like, I, I don't. There is like. It's, it's nice to not know some of those things because it it helps me like savor the right now because I feel like I'd have so much anxiety about all the things that I know are going to happen. And like, I can't really tell, like you can't really share with someone if you knew what was going to happen. Like it wouldn't be fair for me to tell you like you're going to die on this day at this time. You shouldn't. <laughs> That's what I mean. But, so like now I'm carrying this like extra heavy load but, of like knowing everything that's going to happen. Like that's. I don't know. That's that's you, too much. It's overwhelming. You also carry the burden of, of potentially not doing something um, for someone that you care about. Um, like you, you, you also you're like if you know something really bad happened to them in the past, mm -hmm. you're looking at them right in the face and you know you could help and change that situation. You're going to want to help all the time and mess up the whole you know, time no, travel. Nobody knows. It's it's because that person's not going to be that. I'm, person I'm just assuming. I'm just assuming that nobody knows that I can change the past or see into the future. I we should have. We should have made it specific. It should have been um, be able to change our past or be able to see into our future, specific yeah. to us. 
because yeah. like I feel like with it being so open and being mm -hmm. able to like change anything like but like when you watch those like we we watch a lot of like time travel like sci-fi shows but like they have these like concepts that like if you go back into the future and like you change things it like changes your current day too mm -hmm. so like I feel like both of these situations are less ideal but I feel like I feel like knowing that I can change the past or seeing into the future, I feel like the past is a less, I guess, less anxiety. I'd like, have more anxiety. Really? Be because I'd be in redo mode all the time. Oh, I messed up. Redo. <laughs> re re redo. <laughs> You'll be replaying the same day over and over again. <laughs> you, you, you saw how, like, I messed up in the intro and then I went to redo it. You know? That's, like, that's life. Nope. That's okay. But with, with you know... Your day went bad, and then you redo the whole thing. <laughs> that's 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 stressful. I guess. But if I if I if I can have like a goal, um, and I know, okay, did I obtain? Did I reach that goal in the future? Huh? Why didn't I? I'll re I'll adjust. It's still like moving forward in my eyes, as opposed to like redo mode but i feel like both of them will kind of like you can find yourself getting obsessed if you're a doing the past you can absolutely. redo the same day over yeah. and over again yeah. or <laughs> the future like if you have a specific goal and you like literally keep changing things and why isn't this yeah, goal yeah. happening and like checking this did i <laughs> like we, we watched the flash and, uh -huh. and um uh i don't remember who which character but they were obsessed with i think it was the reverse flash mm -hmm. um they were obsessed with the future and trying to do as like make as much changes to change the future. And they just got really obsessed with it. And I don't know. Yeah, we do watch a lot of. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so I I say past. I'd rather be able to change the past. Um, and it sounds like you say future. So De no, I definitely say the future. But, yeah. you know, there's no right or wrong answer. Um, please share your 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 response in the comments if you're on YouTube or um or yeah. anywhere else, or wherever, anywhere. wherever yeah. you're seeing this. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, let us know what you think. Would you rather be able to change the past or see into the future? Yep. All right. So that's our would you rather. So let's get let's get uh, right into the episode. We started talking about um, how we think setting goals is very important. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not always easy to um, accomplish your goals. Uh, and it's also not easy always easy to identify what goals you should focus on mm -hmm. um, and when we were discussing this you mentioned something about creating smart goals mm -hmm. and I found that very uh, interesting and mm -hmm. um, it's a great idea you want to talk a little bit about that yes smart goals are yeah so um, but actually you know what let's let's first you know kind of focus on the before you even make the goals, mm -hmm. like, because you'll need to figure out what you want your goals to be. But before you even get to that place, like if you've made goals in the past or if you had an idea of what you wanted your life to be and mm -hmm. it's not like that, like take time to really figure out what's different from what you envision for your life. Yeah. Um, so you want to, you want to talk on that a little bit? Um, yeah. So if, if you're if you're constantly making um, making a whole bunch of goals and they're not really giving you any sort of fulfillment to, to, to your expectations, may, maybe maybe you're not really understanding where you are and what was actually needed for that moment. Mm -hmm. So I used to do this thing where, like every 
every day after work or, or before work, mm-hmm. I would like just ask myself, and I know it's really corny or whatever, but it was great for me. I would talk to myself and basically ask myself, where am I in life? Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's like in big terms, like where am I generally, but it's also where am I business wise in terms of like job, mm-hmm. career, um, relationships Mm -hmm. and like that private time with myself just trying to understand who am I right now Mm -hmm. where am I where would I like to go it helped kind of anchor me to understand okay I'm really being honest with myself and I'm not just looking at my whatever my ego is telling me which could be really false Mm -hmm. um and that helped me understand, okay, what are the necessary steps that I need to take in order for me to focus on improving myself or improving my life and being happier. So wait a minute. So you do, you used to do this every day. That mm-hmm. sounds like a lot. Yeah, it was, it was therapeutic. You know, so some people have different <laughs> ways of, you know, staying sane. Yeah. I, I couldn't, I couldn't do that every day. That would, that would kind of drive me crazy. I'm like a, so I think it's because you think a lot about like vision and like, and, and all that I'm very like, I'm a doer. So it's like, I can't, I can't contemplate for things like over things for a long time. Mm -hmm. Like if I think of something, I try to just do it. Yeah. So I feel like, I feel like one thing with this, as we're, as we're talking about kind of what works for us, Mm -hmm. figure out what advice you can take from us and Mm -hmm. what would work best for you based on your personality um because if i had to do that every day like if somebody told me like that was the way like for you to assess where you are i'd be Mm -hmm. like there's no way i'm sorry i'm not doing it so what would work for you um i honestly think just the concept of i don't even know like just the concept of like a new year coming on or like a new experience like let's say you're starting a new job or you're about to get married or you're about to have a kid i feel like as you transition through different stages of your life i feel like my my personality that would be a good time to assess like what i want for myself like this is where i'm at now so what is what is next for me Um, I think even just the start of a new year can be a great time for like reflection, because I think that's really what we're trying to identify, like that, that time to reflect on where we're at so that we can figure out what's next for us. Got it. Making, assessing where you are at the beginning of the year. We used to Mm -hmm. do that all the time. I think, I don't know if it was just us trying to be like, the best married couple we could be. <laughs> like we thought that that was something that we should definitely do. But we had like a Google Drive doc, uh, Google Doc, and then we'd um, talk about like where where are we and what are we trying to do, um, and that was like super helpful because if I know what she's trying to achieve and vice versa, we can support each other as opposed to you doing it completely on your own and I have no idea that that's something that you're trying to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't done it in like maybe two I years. I don't think or so. we didn't do it this year, but I think we did it the year before. Um, I think, I think it's really big for him for the for the vision. Mm-hmm. But I also saw the value in it because, you know, it's every year like people like to make goals for the new year, mm-hmm. but like 
if you kind of take a step back and don't think about it as like just a goal for the new year and you really try to be intentional with like what you want for your life, any changes you want to make, it's it's really a great exercise to do. That's mm -hmm. kind of why we continue to do it. And we would even like check our progress. I'm trying to remember what were some of our goals. There were some of them were financial. So we wanted to, yeah. um, you know, save X amount of money. Some of them were financial. Some of them were relationships. I mean, relationship-wise, like, among... among uh, well, like, better communication. Better communication, like, patience or, like, better listening, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. I'm trying to think if I put travel goals on there. I think you did. Travel. I probably did. I think you did. <laughs> like, um, two cruises a year. We, we wanted... <laughs> we, we, I think we probably put a variation of incomes to money on there. Um... But it might like have just been starting a, podcast, a business together or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Something yeah. because we've all we we're both kind of business minded. Mm -hmm. So that was something that we wanted to be intentional about because we both wanted it. But if mm -hmm. we didn't talk about it and make it happen, then it wouldn't happen. You so know? why was it important for us to do that? And what benefit do you feel like we we got from it? Like, can you imagine if we didn't do it? What do you if, mean? It didn't make the goals. If we didn't do those goals together. Um, do you feel like it made a big difference that we did? Um, I think it helped with accountability because, um, with writing it down, it's kind of like we made it real. Mm -hmm. So if we write it down at the beginning of the year that we don't check our progress and then we look at it at the end of the year, if we didn't do anything towards it, like, it's kind of like you said you wanted to do this and you didn't do it. So like, that's on you mm -hmm. versus when you kind of just um, say like, hey, you know, I want to do this thing or you think of it, but you never write it down. And mm -hmm. it's kind of like, well, it's it was like just a one day. it was just a thought, yeah, you know, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't anything like real. You could still back <laughs> out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could be like, oh, well, you know, I just I just thought of it like it's fine. So like, for example, if like you say you want to go back to school mm -hmm. and you had like at the beginning of the year, you were like, I'm going to research classes in the spring and I'm going to start school in the fall for this program. And then December comes and you're like oh wow I like had plans to do this I didn't just say like oh you know maybe I'll go back to school mm -hmm. I actually was supposed to do these things and I wanted this for myself but I didn't do it mm -hmm. and I don't know I feel like I feel like it makes it more real the exercise yeah so let, let's stick with that um, example of someone saying I want to go back to school mm -hmm. and in, in December, what is like a good process to identify, okay, this is something that I should really, that I should even strive for I think, versus something that I shouldn't even spend much time on? I think it really just goes down to what you want for your life. So if you, so in this example, if you are working a job that you don't love and you know you want to get out of there and you've always had a passion for, let's say nursing, let's say you've always had a passion for nursing, you wanted to be a nurse, but you're working some other job and you're kind of just thinking it's unattainable. But at the beginning of the year, you're like this, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be intentional. I'm going to research programs. I'm going to, if I can't start by this morning, cause I know some of the, the programs, mm -hmm. the, the enrollment is like a specific amount of time. So you, it might not be spring. It might be next winter or whatever, but making that time to say, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm going to start researching. This is going to happen. Like, even if your goal doesn't happen, like the fact that you took steps toward it, you can take that time to kind of reassess where you're at now 
And like, if you can't start the program when you initially started, then you set a new goal for yourself. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's so much value in being able to do that and being able to say, I'm not happy with where things are, but I want to do something different. And here are the things I'm going to try to do so that I can get towards that. Because even if you don't make it, the fact that you're going through those steps, mm -hmm. that's you kind of did. You kind of did make it. It's, it's a pattern change. That's true. So even if you don't make the ultimate goal that you're trying to achieve, you've made progress and you should be happy about that. Mm -hmm. But then there's also like splitting those goals into more obtainable chunks or more attainable chunks. Mm -hmm. Like if and this is where the assessing come, like assessing where you are and like taking a, a true, honest audit of what your life looks like right now. Like mm -hmm. if you are, if you have a if you have a passion for nursing and right now currently you have 10 kids and um, don't have a lot of time. So you might feel like, okay, maybe not this, maybe not this year, but I want to, by the end of the year, at least identify where I'm going to go mm -hmm. to school and, and, and also um, uh, build up the budget so that I can pay for it. Mm -hmm. So you're not like, it, cause when you go way too big uh, um, compared to like what you have available, like the available resources that you have, it might discourage you from even taking one step because mm -hmm. you're going to think what's the point yeah you know so if you have a goal where, you, where you're saying i want to do this maybe try to break it down into um into uh smaller chunks that fit well for the amount of resources that you have currently and that that comes with understanding how much time do you have right now like really how much time do you really have how much money do you have? Do you need money? How much money do you need? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. What kind of connections do you it's, have? It's really, it's, it's really being really thoughtful, mm -hmm. like as you're making these goals. Um, so I'm bringing up smart goals. So um, this is, this is a concept, you know, when you're doing goal setting, you want your goals to be smart and a smart goal, it stands for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant and time bound. Mm -hmm. um, so specific, you want to make sure that, you know, you, I actually identify mm -hmm. what you, what you want your goal to be. Or else um, you, you can easily say, no, nah, that's not really what I meant. <laughs> it's too, Cause it's, if it's too vague, you could easily slip out. Yeah. You can, you can back out of it. And that's, that's not what you want. You want to actually achieve this goal. Um, and then um, measurable, you want, you want it to be something that, you know, you want to be able to measure your, your success. You want to know when you did it. Yeah. It can't be vague. Did it right. Um, achievable, something that you can actually do. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to get discouraged because you make a goal that you can't actually achieve. Like it's too out there. When, you know, when you're setting a goal, you don't have to all the way get to the, the end goal. If it's like a five year plan, like mm -hmm. you can start with the first step, yep. then the second step. And those can be your goals. Um, and then uh, relevant. There's also some other examples of like realistic, like yep. you want um, it to be, I guess, how would you describe that? Like if, if you have a huge passion of being a underwater um, basket <laughs> what oh my gosh <laughs> right but you know it's not going to make you any money uh, but but at some point in the future you want to do that and you also have a passion of becoming a nurse which one is the most relevant to you and your lifestyle right now and mm -hmm. choose that yeah yeah exactly um you don't have time for everything and 
and time bound. So, you know, we, we use the example of like things we wanted to do in a year, but like it's, if your goal is in the future, if your goal is like, you know, end of the road, yeah, like 10 years from now, like that's not, it's going to be really hard for you to, you know, stay on track with that. So try to set, set a specific time, um, I guess, like time to achieve the goal. So for example, like I'll just say a quick one. Um, so like, for example, one of our goals for next year is to um, get an investment property. So we could easily say, you know, by when? June? Uh, yeah, should yeah. be June. <laughs> by June 2021, mm-hmm. we will, you know, have saved how much? enough for, for an investment <laughs> property because it really depends on yeah so we, we have to come up with a number we, we but will have to come up with an actual number yeah so let's say it's i don't know twenty thousand. so it the the goal for that would be by june 2021 we will have saved twenty thousand dollars for our first investment property so like it's specific it's um, sorry, I forgot all of them again. Um, it's specific, it's measurable, it's achievable, it's relevant to what we want to do for um our our like our future, mm-hmm. and um it's time bound. We yeah. we're saying by this time. Yep. Smart goals. So like where are we right now? Like 2020 has happened. Uh-huh. We didn't actually write down our goals for this year but i feel like i don't really know why that happened i feel like we probably talked about it though i like i feel like we talked about what we are trying to do what's on our mind kind of like a meeting of the minds kind of thing Mm -hmm. so going into 2020 we started doing um we started an amazon business and that was rolling over from a previous from the goal from the previous year Mm -hmm. so it just kind of continued um and we did that Mm -hmm. we did that we started selling um uh swaddle blankets Mm -hmm. uh ken and b had a whole brand we um yeah yeah it was it's it's an llc and everything yeah um that was a fun that that is a fun venture yeah it's it's still kind of crazy like we're still doing it and just the the whole process of learning about amazon um fba um was it fulfillment by amazon um, just the whole process of learning, like what you need to do, like contacting suppliers mm-hmm. and, you know, well, figuring out what product you want. Like it's, I'd never thought that I would do something like that mm-hmm. personally. Um, but here, he, like when we, before we started the business, uh-huh. we started doing these business meetings and like, cause he loves his meetings, but I understand they're, they're required. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Like it, it it helped us make really great, um, relevant decisions because the, biz- the f- our first business meeting wasn't really about business. It was about us. It was about our strengths, our weaknesses. It was about our partnership. Yes, it was. <laughs> because, like, it, it, it's completely irrelevant if, like, w- like, whatever we actually do is completely irrelevant and doesn't really, doesn't even matter if we don't know what we want mm-hmm. and how we're going to do it and what our strengths and weaknesses are. Cause I might get into it and I absolutely hate this mm-hmm. and um, it would be, be much better to understand what you like and what you don't want to, um, what you don't want to do earlier on 
And that comes with assessing yourself, assessing where you are, and that will help us, that helped us understand, okay, yeah, we can do a FBA business. Mm -hmm. This is a good one. And it was all brought out from like that, that meeting. Mm -hmm. We felt more comfortable about it because we have a great foundation of understanding how you'll, how you'll operate as a partner, how I, how, how, how all, uh, how all operate as a partner. <laughs> I'm still, uh, stuttering over my words. Um, and and then we can just go up from there. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, like there's still, the, these are things like we, how long, so we've been married since 2016, so for four years. And I feel like, and we've known each other for um, about six now. And I feel like we're, we're going to keep learning every day. Absolutely. Like even, even 10 years from now, we're still going to be like, we were learning more about each other as, as business partners and mm -hmm. as, as, you know, married couple. And I feel like a lot of these things that we're doing now, they're helping us like kind of prepare for all these future steps. Like it's, it's like, it's a continuous process. Mm -hmm. Um, so what else this year? Um, going into the year, um, you were actually not working. I you wasn't. were a stay-at-home mom. I wasn't. And so that was not that was not part that of that wasn't any the plan. plan. <laughs> that was no plan. Um, so it's it's really crazy to think about it because um this time last year, like not even I had been out of my job for like a month. Mm -hmm. Um so I had started the I had started twenty nineteen pregnant and I had no plans of leaving my job like I knew I was gonna go on maternity leave in April have Kaysen in May and then take off like what like five months and then go back to work that's what everybody does right that was gonna happen um but it as time was, was approaching to to go back to work like I I didn't I didn't want to anymore I wanted to spend more time with my son and I feel like I wasn't, it was kind of weird. I wasn't prepared for the, the me just changing my mind and how I felt. And like, that's really just an example of the fact that you can have like goals for yourself, but you might feel differently and you might want to change what your goals are. So there's a difference between, um, you know, being content and being like happy where you are and then being kind of unmotivated mm -hmm. because I feel like I was afraid that I was looking like I was unmotivated and I didn't want to do anything. But the fact was I was just really content and I wanted to enjoy this stage of, you know, motherhood and spending time with my son. And I, I had motivations, but my motivations at that moment were to spend as much time as I could with this, with this growing baby. Mm -hmm. And like the fact that I had different goals for myself, for the year and like it didn't like it kind of just blew up like that's okay like it's fine like but being able to reassess like we talked about and like really look at what's important to you and what do you want and changing that yeah I, I think I think this is actually a really good topic for a future because uh, there, there's so much to unpack. There, yeah, you know, because there, there's your perspective and then there's my perspective. <laughs> as well. Yeah, we'll we'll do an episode on that probably in the beginning of the year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
But that was a big change mm -hmm. um, because neither of us w was expecting that to happen. Yeah. And we had to kind of navigate through it um, and, and reassess. OK, so now that it's now that this ha is happening, um, what? What are, what are we going to do? Mm -hmm. um, how are we going to budget and et cetera? Mm -hmm. um, so going into 2020, um, you, you, were, you, you were a stay-at-home mom. Mm -hmm. And then COVID happened. Mm -hmm. I was uh, going into the office every day. And then when COVID happened, I'm working from home. Yeah, work from home, daddy. Um <laughs> And then we, we 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 started looking at like in investment properties, mm -hmm. uh, and we we got crazy about them. Mm -hmm. Like we started learning more about each other mm -hmm. by analyzing these investment property deals. Low key, we were we were obsessed. obsessed. Yeah, <laughs> we were we were obsessed Super with obsessed. real estate, with investment properties, multifamily, especially some one excuse. specific property. Yeah. You know, we were like drawing up the 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 uh, the blueprint of the house and designing. We were it. truly envisioning ourselves in this investment property. Yeah, but it it wasn't it wasn't the best. Um, mm -mm. It wasn't the best move, and we learned from that. But what we also recognized from this unexpected um, uh, new goal that we have now, we um, we realized that we wanted to learn more about real estate mm -hmm. and didn't want to completely depend on uh, an agent to um, educate us on every little thing about the process. So we felt like we needed to educate ourselves and equip ourselves with the with the understanding of you know how to how to get a good deal and what to look for. So because it was COVID, there was this there were these courses that you could take on Zoom to become. An agent. Yeah. So in New Jersey, um, prior to COVID, you could not take a real estate, um, like a real estate course online. You had, or through Zoom, like any kind of virtual course, you had to do it in person. And probably we wouldn't have been able to take it because we had a, a son that was tiny. So mm -hmm. it, I wanted to do it full time um, or the, the course. Um, so it was like two weeks full time and Pekin's uh, at night. It was um, the class started at 520 and he worked in um, uh, in Philly. So the drive just getting it would not. Have yeah, it, it just wouldn't have fit into our schedule. But with COVID, they allowed you to take it on Zoom. So we kind of just said, hey, look at this. I think your class started in like two days or something. And then mine started the following Monday mm -hmm. and we just did it. Yeah, we just did it. <laughs> so it wasn't a planned thing, but it was, but it was a new goal. It was a new goal. It was a new goal that we had to kind of make on the spot because, you know, but that's how I do mine. I'm just like, I want to do this. So I do it. Yeah. So, so I'm rubbing off on him a little bit. Well, the thing is, I, I, yeah, I guess so. Because it, like I've, I've wanted to, Learning more about real estate was always a goal for me, mm -hmm. but I never really took initiative on it. So, you know, it, it, it's great that it happened. I mean, I'm not doing much with it right now, um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I learned more and you're the real estate agent. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so that was, that's another thing that happened this year. Um, and I, th that's definitely something that we should consider for going into next year. Mm -hmm. That's something that 
you know, you're in real estate, you're doing it. This is completely different from last year because you, I don't think you would have imagined that you'd be. No, actually, doing if, real you, estate if you'd deals. have asked me, I, I would have been like, oh, that's so random. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought about it, but now actually being in it, like I, I can't really imagine not doing mm-hmm. it. Like, it's just, it's such a good fit for where I'm at. Like, I get to spend so much time with Kaysen and I get to, um, you know, work on my deals from home. I'm doing a lot of communicating. I'll do showings and it it works out really well because you're working from home. So I can pop out and do a showing and come Mm -hmm. back. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's real estate. Fast forward a little bit more and we have in comes the money. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we, we know that we could do something something like incomes the money because of our business meeting <laughs> <laughs> and how we have a mutual we have mutual goals and this allows us to accomplish those yeah um so yeah so now that we know i mean we have this platform now mm-hmm. we you're a real estate agent like we're trying to assess where we are what we have what kind of resources we, is, are available to us um, I guess now we're in a better position to figure out what goals are would be the most impactful, which ones um, are the most realistic. Yeah. So you're literally like watching us like think about this stuff because we haven't had our meeting yet. We mm-hmm. will have it. And, you know, we're taking the time right now to kind of explain kind of why it's important to us. Mm-hmm. And like we're we're really going to do this. Yeah. I know for incomes the money. Well, I. We said that we would separate this into the second episode. Yeah, um, don't give them too much yet. It's, yeah, yeah. That's so, some of so it's you for gotta, the second part. So you gotta you gotta listen to the second part. <laughs> but if if I think what one of the things that we that we recognized is there are goals that you can plan for, and there are goals that you won't be able to plan for. Mm. Um, but understanding where you are will allow you to either push forward to accomplish those goals or at least be able to navigate when you do get, when you, when you are faced with something completely unexpected. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think one thing that's really important to note is like you, like you can have a goal for yourself, but a major part of like the, the reassessing we're talking about that can happen at any point. Like you don't have to like, while it's ideal to complete the goal, if you realize at some point that the goal isn't what you want anymore, then that's the opportunity to reassess to figure out what you do want now. Just because you set a goal for yourself doesn't mean that you have to stick with that goal until it's done. If it's not what's, if it's not right for you anymore. Yeah. So I guess a few good exercises to take from, from this episode is be extremely grateful for the things that you do have. Um, because someone else does not have what you have. Mm-hmm. And the more that you understand um, how lucky you are, um, just to even be alive after 2020, mm-hmm. um, and, and so many other things, the more, the stronger that you'll feel to, I guess, move forward and, and try to accomplish more things or, or, or just try to be happier. Um, I, like, I used to do that all the time. Like, what are you actually grateful for and then mm-hmm. it'll, it'll kind of over it should overshadow all of the negative things that are i guess depressing you 
Yeah. And I feel like at the end of the year, um, for some people, you know, especially after Thanksgiving, it's, it's a lot of time spent reflecting. So thinking about the things you're thankful for, kind of thinking about the year. And if you're already doing that, you know, after that happens, shift that thought process into next year, Mm -hmm. figuring out what's next for you. Yeah. And then the other thing is where are you? Like in, 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 in your own terms, where are you based off of your your personal expectations um, and how far away are you from that? And then try to under, try to figure out what is missing. I know where I am. I know where I'm trying to go. What's missing? And then plugging in those like gaps. Those are going to be your goals. Yeah. Sounds like a great, great place to start. Yeah. So, um do we have anything else we want to share with with, uh, with with our audience before we wrap it up? Because we said we're one of our goals is to make our episodes a little bit more concise. Uh huh. Right. I think I think we're we're making progress. So tell us what you guys think. So we are we're trying really hard to you know be intentional. Like we're we're actually like in the process of setting goals for the podcast. So we're really trying to make sure that we're delivering quality content, but with that we're also giving it to you in a way that's like really digestible and relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, so let us know your thoughts. We, you know, we, we welcome it. Let us know in the comments. Um, you yeah, know. we reread the comments. Yeah, we do. We, One we thing that do. someone said was they thought that I was, I had a radio voice <laughs> and, um, you know, I should up my energy a little bit. So I'm going to try to work on that. This this is a little bit up, if you guys can imagine. He's very like like I'm not faking it. This right before we hit record, he was like, so, and it was just such a like I don't know. You were just super like like you're just so mellow all the time. I am. So it's good for when we're not on camera. Like if it's if they're just listening. I I need to push. Yeah, you need to like energy. Yeah. Okay. All right, so that's a goal for me. I'm going to start talking like this, like all the other YouTube people. There's too <laughs> right. much hands. That's half of it. Um, but, but, yeah, so we, we're, we're working on it. We're, this, is, this is a work in progress. What is this? Our, I don't even know, sixth episode? Sixth, sixth recorded. Um, uh, maybe fifth pushed out because we have another episode that we haven't um, pushed out yet. Okay. So, um, again, this episode was uh, Setting Goals Part 1, Where Are You Now? And stay tuned for the second part of this episode. It'll be um, Setting Goals Part 2, Where Are You Going? Yeah, so stay tuned. Um, stick with us. You know, we'll, uh, we're getting better day by day. Let us know if you have any comments, feedback, suggestions. We're very open to all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see you next time. Yeah, see you guys. Hey, now.